Day two of the province and the city back in court again. It's the Court of Appeals. Let me just get you caught up here. You recall during the uh, 2018 municipal election that Doug Ford stepped in and he said to the city of Toronto, listen, we are going to change the uh, number of seats from 47 in your election to 25. So your council will now be reduced to 25. The the mayor was not so happy about that, and he and the city council said, we are going to take you to court. So they last September, they went to court, and a judge found that the province had crossed the line. Then the Court of Appeal later on stayed the ruling, saying uh, to the city that, you know, Doug Ford was allowed to do this. It was within his legal right. And so now we're back in court again. And that leaves people scratching their heads because clearly this has got to cost some money. I mean, it's not free. John Mascaren joins us right now. He's a municipal lawyer and partner with Aird and Burles. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Kelly. So what is the city hoping for here? Because this seems like a a bit of a waste of money. Well, the the city, by the way, on that point, Kelly, when these instructions were given to the city solicitor, it was to exhaust all legal avenues. So pretty much take it to the end of the earth if you needed to, right? So it is costing quite a bit of money, but this is what's really interesting. It's the province's appeal today. It's not the city appealing because the city, as you indicated, Justice Bellababa at the first decision said, hey, this uh, legislation can't stand. It breaches uh the Section 2B, freedom of expression rights of both candidates and voters, and therefore the legislation can't stand. So the stay, though, is only a temporary order for the court saying, you know what, we won't let it um, impact the election that happened last year. We'll allow this to stay down for the moment until the full appeal is heard. And that's what happened yesterday and is happening today at the Court of Appeal. Well, geez, I'm glad we reached out to you because it didn't seem that clear uh, when I was reading about it as to why this would be happening. So this is the province saying to the city, uh, yeah, we want to make sure that we can, is it, can I paraphrase here or can I um, theorize that this is the province's way to say to the city, um, yeah, we want to be able to push other things forward if we, if we uh, feel so inclined. I think that's why it's getting such uh, such attention, Kelly, because, look, if it was only the city of Toronto and it was only for one election and they were changing the, the number of seats, I think, I think, quite honestly, people would say, OK, so what's the big deal? Right. Let's uh, there were too many council members anyway, you know, all that. Now, this, though, it has has broader ramifications and it's just to the point that you made, because the province is saying, you know, we can tell you municipalities what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And that's what we did. And we just want to make sure that everyone agrees that the charter won't interfere with us doing so. So this is part of the broader uh, provincial agenda. And as you probably know, there's the regional government review right now, probably going to come back and say, hey, there's just too much local government. Let's try to reduce it, amalgamate it, restructure it in some manner. So this ruling could have very large implications for other municipalities well beyond the city of Toronto. Absolutely. And not in, and Kelly, not only here in Ontario, I think this, this uh, decision is being looked at throughout 
all of Canada. The reason I say that, yes, it's only the Ontario Municipal Act and the City of Toronto Act that gives authority to municipalities here. But the structure of those statutes that say how do municipalities can carry out what they do is the same pretty much in every province and territory. And the question is, does the province uh, and the territories have the authority to come in and tell uh, their their cities what to do? And the answer, I think, is going to be yes, they do, because mm. the Constitution Act places municipalities not as a constitutionally uh, protected level of government like the federal uh, and the provincial level of government. It's it's under the wings of the province. So that's why this is getting such attention. So it, will this, does this have the potential to further strain an already strained relationship or because they're getting a judge to rule on it, do you think this will massage things? I don't think it's going to massage things at all. I think this is really putting a strain on the relationship. I wrote a paper about the the original cases last summer, and I said this is really a, a reconstitution of provincial government, uh, provincial municipal government relations, because uh, it, for years. Uh, Provinces had been backing away from municipalities and basically saying, here, we're going to give you more powers, more autonomy, more independence. And this seems like a complete retrenchment of that, but not, but not slowly, not, not, uh, not evolutionary, more, more like it's a revolutionary change all of a sudden where the province is flexing its muscles. And again, that's why it's getting such attention. Shouldn't this be slightly worrying to the uh, average Ontarian? Because that means if um, the province is focused on the minutiae of what's going on municipally, can they uh, keep in focus the bigger picture that they need to focus on? Well, that's one way of looking at it, I suppose. I hadn't quite thought of it like that, to be honest. I uh, I kept looking at it more from my lens uh, as to an unwarranted intrusion to municipal affairs. But I suppose you could look at it and say it's a little more broad than that. You could say, why aren't they focusing on things that the provincial government really should be focusing on? So you could argue that as well. Two days in court. Is that enough time? And when can we expect a ruling? Yeah, well, the the original decision was made in one day. I think Justice Balababa said, "You've got seven hours, and we're gonna we're gonna move through it today." Uh, so uh, the Court of Appeal, I think, with all the parties, remember it's it, it's focused on the city of Toronto and the uh, and the province of Ontario, but there are another, uh, I think, seven or eight parties withstanding uh, ratepayer groups, uh, the school boards. Um, uh, and then other other uh, voters and electors. So there, there's a lot of uh, things to go through today. I think uh, on an appeal, uh, argument is largely focused. Remember, there's no cross-examination on the stand, things like that. So it's just going to be pure legal argument. And there's the, the three-panel, uh, three-judge panel. I think they're going to be well-equipped to be able to deal with it within two days. When the decision will come down, I don't know. I'm not a betting man on that. Uh, depending on how complicated it may be, it could take months or it could be within a few weeks. Well, I want to thank you for your time, John. As always, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. You really make sense of some things that I think uh, are a little bit heady and maybe uh, a little bit above my pay, well, well above my pay grade. I don't think so, Kelly, but thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, John. John Mascaren is a municipal lawyer and partner with Aird and Burles here in the city of Toronto. 
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.